hello. My name is Bonnie Grace Gilday Kennedy, and I'm the owner of Grace of Healing, where I serve as an Akashic consultant and healer. My intention for this podcast is to serve as an inspiration to you finding your own healing through self-love. Together, we will spend time exploring topics that lead us to a deeper understanding of what self-love is and what it looks like for each of us as individuals on our own journey. I am especially excited about interviewing inspiring guests whom have created great feats of healing for themselves through their own acts of self-love. interesting thing that now I have a better understanding about the chakras and blocks and and how energy flows is that actually starting from the top and moving down is really good especially if you feel that you have stuckness in certain spots the reason being that some people who do a lot of spiritual work can have an energy surge and if they're going from the bottom, on like say opening the doors from the bottom up, and then the surge comes up and, and then sort of they get stuck in the heart, which I've had a few clients have that issue, it can really cause some a panicky moment because their heart can really feel pain. So because the, the uh, sixth chakra, the intuitive area, isn't a lot of people, unless you're a you know, you do a lot of energy work or a lot of spiritual um, work. I would say starting from the throat down is very good for most of us, most average people who are just starting out. That helps to clear from the top down. And then when you go back up, there's a freedom from the throat to the heart. Because the heart, I would say, I would say that's where most people are, got the doors locked. So beginning with the throat chakra sound, it's like going to the doctors. When they say, stick out your tongue and say, ah. So the other thing is is that this is all about relative pitch. So if you think of your body, and a lot of people think of things as vertical or horizontal. So the lowest chakra, the first chakra, would be the lowest natural pitch. And as you're working your way up through the chakra system, your pitch is slowly rising with the chakras. So the throat is also a medium uh, throat side, you know, depending on who you are. If you're very young, it could sound like, ah, or if you're um, a man, it could sound a little different. So you're not trying to copy uh, someone else. You're trying to find the pitch that hits you right in the throat. This also is cool because the throat chakra is one of the easiest ones to actually feel oscillate because the chakras move just like a like a whirlpool, nice and slow. And so you, if you really find that you've got it right in the center and the pitch is right in the center of your throat, you'll feel that cool oscillation. So you want to try it? Sure. All right, everybody. So find uh, yourself in a comfortable position. And spine is straight. We're going to take a nice deep breath and breathe out. 
shoulders relaxed. And taking a nice deep breath in, what you want to do is just close your eyes and tilt your head back just slightly. And you're feeling that throat chakra area as we sound ah together. Ah. Let's do it two more times because I always like to do things in threes. All right. speaking while we're doing this otherwise if you were doing this as a practice you would definitely be eyeing and then having a nice maybe one or two minute meditation after each chakra and sometimes things can come to you you can get suddenly a feeling or an image about something that has to do with one of the chakras or something that might be uh, lodge there mm-hmm. moves out and suddenly you can hear your voice this is the other thing is to to really get into perfecting your listening capabilities by listening to how you sound and I'm not talking about criticizing oh gosh I'm a terrible singer or oh this or that it has to do with listening like a detective like listening with the ears of a hound dog. You're trying to pick up every nuance of that sound because it's got information built into it. And listening to suddenly when the sound moves from one way it sounds and it starts to get clearer and smoother and suddenly the sound seems to be everywhere or throughout your whole being. That's how you know you're within that chakra system, you're in the sound file of you. And that's, it gives me goosebumps just just saying it, you know? So it's a, it's a really, really amazing experience. And this is experiential. That's another thing that's cool about this. This isn't about, you know, that you need years and years and suddenly you'll get darshan or enlightened. With practice, you're, ex- you're experiencing every time you practice, it's happening to you, whether you know it or not, whether the big aha moment happens. It's the mind that's always attached to the aha moment, but your cells and your spirit's going, oh, we're doing the sounds of the chakras, you know? <laughs> They're all in it, you know? It's just our mind that's like impatient for some kind of extraordinary experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have found that life is in the ordinary, and that makes it extraordinary. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So the heart chakra, you want to do one more? Sure, let's do the heart chakra. Everybody knows I love the heart chakra. Uh, the heart chakra is now, as I was told in Santa Cruz many years ago, I actually had those people come up to me. Some people told me, you know, that heart chakra sound, somebody channeled that a long time ago, Hugh. I can't remember the name of the practice or it's some kind of, was some kind of spiritual channel. Well, I think that Hugh 
is the sound for God. Many people call God Hugh. Is yeah, that correct? Exactly. Yeah. Which I didn't have any idea at the time, but it didn't to me it sounded great. Oh well then that's awesome. Hugh is the sound of God. But you don't even have to know that or believe that for this to to really open up the heart. So what we want to do is find the pitch that it equates to the heart portal or the heart chakra. And I always tell people to coo, like if you're like ooing or cooing, like when you see something beautiful or cute or sweet, it sort of hurts almost. It's a bittersweet feeling when you go, ooh, oh, look at the little baby or the, look at the little puppy, ooh, you know, when people do that. I think I'm guilty of that. I've seen 250 pound grown men when they see little puppies, so you know you know that sound it gets you right there in the center and so who you you know you find it breathing in and it's hue and just like the wind moving through such a beautiful depth to it doesn't it yes it does it um it can really move you into a place that's hard to actually move out of make sure when you're doing these meditation sounds as a practice you have a a good like 30 minutes so that you can stay in that state i like to share this with the listeners too that hugh when you're using it for your own heart opening, you can also use it when you're having issues or conflicts with another, or you have a difficult, say, something is going to happen that's going to be a difficult nature to approach. It can prepare you for that approach. So what I've told people is that if you have someone that there has to be a forgiveness in order to move on, or you're gonna have a confrontation with someone, maybe you need to tell someone something very difficult and you have a photo of them or you can picture them inside, hewing their image or the situation, using hue while you're thinking the situation you're going to, that you're involved in or that you're gonna approach or the person, et cetera, et cetera, of a difficult nature can actually dissolve the situation, um, alter the conflict for a um, harmonious resolution. Because when it brings your heart into a place of forgiveness and acceptance and love, everything changes. Everything becomes love. And it's a miracle. I mean, it's really, yeah, it really takes you out of what is important in the physical world and brings you to a place where your heart connected you know you are the divine so you move yourself into a divine place where you have a deeper understanding of what's happening rather than maybe what's ego may be harmed or you know afraid of losing its power in some way Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, so when you're doing this practice, it moves you from being in a place where your, your vibrational field is the reminder. And it reminds everyone. So you don't have to say a darn thing. You know, you don't have to become an evangelist or convince <laughs> others of your platform. No, no, You right. just move into their space and they go, I want what you got. You know, what right. is that? What is coming out of you? So remember when you said when you're listening to my voice and all of a sudden it brought you back to the time or you feel a certain thing. I've had people take voice lessons from me and they're reasoning because I want to sound like you. I want to do what you do. But the thing is that no one can sound like you or do the thing you do, but they can do the practice when someone's telling something difficult. When it's carried in the, the hue vibration, difficult things can be accepted. Yeah, you know, what I really like about it is that when you have, when you bring the divine to the surface and you're living in this place of feeling that connection, you don't need anybody to believe what you believe. Exactly. Or see what you see or feel what you feel. Mm-hmm. And it's just a beautiful joy in allowing other people their experience too. Mm-hmm. And and that is one of the things I feel like that I connect in with you is that we are so very different in many ways. But I just feel a very deep love and connection to you because I see your beautiful spirit. Aw, thank you. And then the other thing too that you brought up that was very interesting is that when you no longer have to convince someone <laughs> yes. of your gifts. Yes, yes. yes. So well, yeah. I, we were speaking about that earlier, you uh-huh. know, about how you shine your light. You know, you, in some regards, when you're shining your light because you're doing your work, you're doing your practice, and you believe in it because you are experiencing yes. it. You don't have to advertise. Mm-mm. So then that's where all that self proclamation drops away you can just be and you don't mind if someone doesn't know or not you know or recognizes what you are experiencing but to keep sharing it regardless how are how is anyone going to know these things that we're thinking or feeling or experiencing you and I for instance if we don't share them with others share them with the world yes you know I really feel like that this is a gift for me to have the opportunity to do. And it has been, I have had to be, especially the first one, you know, telling my own story. That was really difficult, but you know. Very difficult. It felt very powerful. I was proud of you. Thank you, <laughs> thank like, you. Oh I was, my God, I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, it. there was so much power in just being able to be in my truth. Mm-hmm. And just have it mean nothing other than you can transform anything into whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. If you just allow it, allow that of yourself, mm-hmm. see who you are. But I don't think we can really see who we are without a connection to the divine. Like, I just don't think we have the, the true capacity. I really think that it takes our higher consciousness connected in to be able to see the beauty of who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and community. People yeah. like you helping to shine that light on others, saying, I see you as this, you're saying this, and I see you as this, and you need to own that. You need to, to show others how beautiful or, or how courageous or how gifted you are. And that's the big help. Because, you know, people want to know that, yeah. but who's going to tell them that? Yeah. You know, everybody 
is there's a lot of fear out there and um, even res- fear of responsibility, taking responsibility for yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so I think it's a big responsibility being gifted and having, you know, having something to share with the world. That's a lot of work. So um, it's not for everyone. No. I mean, it really is my life. I mean, it really is my passion and it, it takes up the abundance of my life, my own practice and then working with others. But that's what I want my life to be mm-hmm. because that's where I feel the deepest connection and the, and the deepest love yeah. for myself and everybody else. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, let's let folks know how to get up with you and what things you're doing that they might find interesting. People can find me at kamalacove.org. That's my website. K-A-M-A-L-A-C-O-V-E. Org. And my Sounds of the Chakras CD, the workshop CD, is available at that website also. So it's a great way to check it out and get the recording and practice. And thank you so much. No, thank you. Me. It's Today. been so great. This has been so great and just beautiful. And I just love being in your energy with you. So thank you so much, you guys. Don't forget to go to kamalakove.org for music and information for any events that Linda's going to be participating in. Please tune in to my next episode of Grace of Healing, where I interview Shannon Devendorf the creator of She Tribe on Facebook, and the author of the blog, SoberYogi.me. See you then. For more information on self-love, the Akashic Masters, or this podcast, you can go to www.graceofhealingnc.com. Audio and music production is by Linda Go. To connect with her, you can go to kamalacove.org.